When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast where a watch top never boils. <laughs> Wait. Have I ever boiled before? <laughs> no, because you were watched always. I guess. I guess so. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. How? And something about a not watched top seems kind of rapey. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today. Today. We're going to talk about hosting. We're going to talk about hosting. It's Derek's fault. Yep. Derek suggested this topic. Thank you, Derek. Yep. Because uh, it's, it's the holidays. Yeah. And so, you probably have or had people over for Christmas. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I guess also, I didn't think about how to do this run up. What? No news this week, everybody. Instead, we're going to have a little chat. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like they're in trouble. Yeah. We need to talk. We need to have a, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> no, it's the first annual dick bag fuck face asshole awards yay which i'm just so super excited um this has been a dream i've talked about off and on for uh, all year right yeah so first of all a alert listener michael sneed and his husband had they start recently started a new 3d printing business you can go to lion's den mfg Dot com that like lion's den manufacturing or you can go to lion's den mfg llc.etsy.com to see their work but after i had talked about ha- wanting to have a dick bag foot face asshole awards award awards whatever they reached out and said hey we make 3d printed things and would be happy to make a trophy for you oh wow and so that uh, that that solidified it that it was a thing that needed to happen. So we posted to uh, Facebook uh, in in the the gayish community, which if you haven't joined yet, you absolutely should because I'm going to give a prize away to whoever's the three thousandth person, which is going to happen soon. Yep, go to Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/gayishpodcast and, and and said vote for your favorite dickbag fuckface assholes mm-hmm. and who should win here for 2023 now now no 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 how do i want to do this kyle i we allowed people to add their own mm-hmm. derek had kept a list of ones that we had said you said like needed this to be a, nominated yeah and uh uh so i'm gonna try to really quickly do some brain math and do like a uh, in fourth place oh, okay. okay first of all one of the nominees was Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. We'll mm-hmm. get to that in just a second. But also was Speaker of the Gayish Mike Johnson. At your request. I didn't get a single vote. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> People don't think you're a dickbag fuckface asshole. Well, it's a compliment. I, I don't think I took it that way. But okay. <laughs> you took it as you didn't get any votes? Yes. <laughs> okay. In fourth place, uh, added by one of our favorite Canadians, Stuart. Stuart Brotherhood said, with 8% of people voting for him, was Vladimir, may he die soon, Putin. (laughs) Okay. In third place, with 15% of the people voting for him, Donald J. Trump. 
Wow. Third place. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Expected. Expected more. Yeah. I thought he was going to be higher. In second place, motherfucker who ruined my name, (laughs) Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, Mike Johnson, with Mm -hmm. 16% of people voting for him. I'm noticing some lower numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, by the way, uh, we had 285 people vote Wow! In, in this. And you could vote for as many as you wanted to, which is why the numbers aren't going to add up to 100%. Drum roll, please. Great. Do your fingers hurt yet? Nope. How about now? <laughs> With 43% of the vote, our first inaugural annual dickbag fuckface asshole award goes to... Governor Ron DeSantis of the state of Florida. Woo! Yay! Winner! He will be receiving and promptly throwing away a 3D printed (laughs) extended middle finger on a pedestal that says his name on it. I still can't believe you're actually mailing this to his office. I mean, I have to, right? I guess, I mean... What's the other option? Not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Uh, and and the the, uh, the 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 fine people at Lions Den Manufacturing uh, have have uh, sent sent two, so we'll get to keep one here, uh, and hopefully this is a tradition that will continue into next year, and we'll eventually have uh, an entire case full of them. I don't know. Our life <laughs> is weird. Really funny. Um. Okay. Why is Ron DeSantis? who could not be here to accept this award. Yeah, he was had other plans. The today. right answer this year. What are the things that he's done, Kyle? Um, the don't say gay bill. The don't say gay bill. That's that's the big the big thing. Absolutely. And he also had like his homophobic presidential campaign video, I think that he's just all around exploiting people's fear of trans people to gain political clout and aid in his run for president. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he has been doing his very best to stoke the fear flame. And, uh, we are the favorite whipping post for the right. And he's been more than happy to use us for points more specifically. The trans community has been, you know, under under siege, but uh, particularly in Florida, and particularly because of this dickbag fuckface asshole, he is uh, almost certainly going to lose the Republican nominee uh, nomination. Which I had uh, before we got too far into this had predicted that he was going to be the uh, the nominee for Republican. So I'm surprised he isn't doing better. Yeah, yeah, and I think well, I I think maybe it's just because. Trump is like it's a cult. It's yeah. a cult. They cannot, they cannot, and will not. the The mental gymnastics that they are capable of to keep him as their chosen leader is, is just astounding to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure. Like Ron DeSantis seems dumb, <laughs> and looks kind of like a butt face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and is evil. Yeah. But also. I don't know that I I actually don't think he's dumb and that's scary. It's uh, Trump. There's like a chaotic nature to him that means that things might not actually get done because you never know what he's going to say or do. And there's disorder and kind of chaos that follows Yeah, that kind of like speaking on a whim or making decisions on a whim. 
So the idea of having someone who's organized and political and connected to the political world knows how these things work. Yeah. That's really scary. Yeah. 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 Also, if Disney, maybe Disney's the reason he's not being more successful. Like yeah. you can't, you can't piss off that mouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he picked a big fight with them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, everybody, that's, that's the dick bag, fuck face asshole awards for 2023. Uh, hopefully we will have, a similar thing in 2024. I have, I have, I have grand hopes that eventually it'll turn into like, you remember when Halle Berry went to the Razzies? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that happens someday. Oh yeah. That somebody, we, it turns into a thing. There's a pink carpet, uh, that we walk down and, um, we get to say bitchy things about people's outfits. And then, uh, we, we give away awards and somebody actually shows up to claim it. Yeah, like multiple nomination types, like different different subcategories of dickbag fuckface asshole yep. that we'll come up with later. Yeah. Yep. We've got big dreams for this. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you to everyone who voted and participated. We Thank- really appreciate your votes. I did not know it was going to be such a runaway uh, for DeSantis. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, apparently people really, really hate that guy, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, again, thank you to Michael Sneed and his husband, uh, of Lion's Den Manufacturing, uh, Lion's Den MFG.com. Uh, we appreciate you for like pushing me over the edge and making this a thing that's happening. Uh, I really appreciate you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Patreon. We don't have any, Oh, we're not doing that part either this week, huh? Oh, no, sorry. I do have a Patreon person. I just completely forgot since we're all fucked up this week. Um, Thank you to our new Patreon member, Marcel Pens. No, not Pence. No. Pens. Okay. So that's a relief. I mean, if, 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 if Marcel is a Pence, that's a terrible disguise. <laughs> you could have, you could have done better. Yeah. At hiding that. Like, I don't know. Picked a lot of like DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to Marcel. Thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you want bonus content, uh, bonus episodes, ad free and a day early, go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. You get a 10% discount for signing up for an annual membership. Yeah, you do. Do it. Also, speaking of Patreon. Yeah. Patreon's Christmas present to us this year is not doing an extra segment for them this week. We are recording two episodes back to back so we can take a week off technically um, over Christmas. So yeah, we just are are going to skip out on the Patreon segment this year. So thank you for your understanding on that. Yeah. And this episode's weird. This episode is weird. So we can do sure. whatever we want to. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. Great. Glad we got that out of the way. You want to talk about hosting? Yeah. Let's talk about hosting. Okay. There's lots of different kinds of hosting and lots of different kinds of hosts, Kyle. Okay. I was thinking of one particular kind of hosting, but you mean you mean the grinder kind? The grinder kind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obvi. Okay. What other kinds are there? There's hosting family or hosting people over for a party. Yes. Absolutely. That's maybe my favorite kind of hosting. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then there's uh being like a co host of a podcast. Oh yeah. We are hosts, Kyle. We are hosts. Every week. Every every week, mm-hmm. right near your holes. Um, and then there's my maybe favorite host meaning, which you can combine with others to make it funny. That's what that's what the cracker is that you eat. That's Jesus's body in communion. It's called the host. Oh, because it's like hosting his body. I don't know if the etymology from that is the same or not. Oh. Um, uh, body of Christ, consecrated bread. Um, 
it is it is different. Hmm. It is different. Hmm. It's a different etymology. Anyway, but like, put Jesus in your mouth. It's his body. Yeah. <laughs> but like, is actually his literal body, not metaphorically. No. His literal body. His literal body. Thanks, transubstantiation. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's just a cracker. Just a cracker. And not a particularly good one either. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever taken communion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not in a Catholic church, though. Oh. Because they're dickbag fuckface assholes. Oh. Um, you have to go through like classes and then like um, do first communion, which is like a thing. And then um, you have to be a good Catholic. And like we left the Catholic church when I was like little, I was mm-hmm. like four or five years old. So never, never did all of that. Mm-hmm. Other denominations of Christian church though, you don't have to do their horse shit to take communion. You just get to do it. And so, um, yeah, I've had like little, crackers and and <laughs> shots of grape juice um in methodist church baptist church um yeah yeah I've, have, have you have i've you? done it once when i went to a church i was playing um joseph in a play in a church play even though i didn't go to church at all it was i forget why i was doing this because they needed people i don't know because you were equity and the- yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and i Give your sag card yeah <laughs> before the strike um and there was like a whole church service as well and everyone was lining up to go get to, to do something and so i lined up to do it too i just was following what everyone else did and later my parents were like you probably shouldn't have gone to get communion mm-hmm. <laughs> i have not done all those things ahead of time like you said mm-hmm. like i have not taken classes on this or know anything about it so yeah Taken and done communion once, eaten Jesus's body once. You've had a host in your mouth. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, should I start off? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Grinder. Yeah. On help.grinder.com has okay. a bunch of terminology and their definitions. Oh, really? So I wanted to start. I just picked out my favorite ones. Wanted to start by giving you some terms and their definitions. Okay. Does it does it do that in other languages too? I don't know. I need to find out because because like I do all this travel for work. Oh, and everywhere in like a non English speaking country, they have their own like their own. I need you need a decoder ring for each like language. Although this seemed like uh, well, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, but yeah, that would be very helpful to like learn all of the mm-hmm. what they actually mean or yeah, what how how it translates. Um, because it's probably going to be like not the dictionary definition of that word. It's going to be slang and well, and, uh, I also even, sorry, I just made it about language, but also in, uh, in the UK, they use slightly different things. Like, like people don't say hosting, they would say, uh, can accommodate. Oh yeah. Wow. That sounds classier than what we say. Well, cause they're classier, Kyle. They are class. And, and then you, like you, you read grinder profiles with a British accent and they're kind of sexier. <laughs> I prefer Australian, but that's just me. Mm. Um, bubble butt. Bubble butt. Bubble Def- bubble bubble butt. Bubble De- butt. <laughs> bubble 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 butt. It's the bubble butt song. Is that from something? It's or the bubble. You- we got to add it to the list now. Oh, that's a real. There's a real bubble butt song. I think so. Okay, you d- please don't play it right now. That's okay. going to be horrible audio. Okay, great. <laughs> um, definition it has a symmetrical, smooth, round, and soft butt. Yeah. But also big. Also big. It can't just be symmetrical and smooth and round. It has to also be big. Like it has to be juicy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that their definition of bubble butt is great. Um, another definition they have is dirty. Dirty. Which that um, their definition says refers to their interests in sex. Dirty kinks, dirty armpits, dirty talk, rather than hygiene, STI status, or substance use. Oh, which okay. that's a good clarification because people often use like clean to mean no STIs. Yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah, yeah. not a good thing, by the way. If you do that, don't do that anymore. It's interesting that they would define that word that way, though, because they're trying to be responsible. Mm-hmm. While also, that's it's not up to them. Like some people might use it dirty that way. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think this is aspirational definition. Yes, yes, very well said. Yes, I think aspirational definitions or how they would want other people to view the definitions, not necessarily how people actually mean them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom. Yeah. Short for dominant and the D in BDSM. A dom is the aggressive partner who typically takes charge during a sexual session. The dom serves to satisfy a sub who in a healthy BDSM relationship has already expressed their boundaries prior to play. They're getting into a lot of important concepts in this. Consent, boundaries, boundaries. communication. Yeah. Um, And then they ended with note, the dom may not always be a top. Which that is important. There are dom, dom bottoms. bottoms, power bottom, kind of. I think I think of those as the same thing. I suppose you could be a dom ace too. Yeah, a dom side, a dom side. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people associate dom with top, and I think that's some of our assumptions about what masculinity and being the assertive, insertive partner yep. means. Yep. And so those are some things to like unlearn. I think. A little bit. Yeah, absolutely. God, who knew that this is going to be so educational? I know. Well, I thought their definitions were kind of dumb, but maybe they're better than I was giving them credit for. Um, Do you know what FF means? Face fucking. No. You got the second word right. Fist fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An acronym that means fist fucking. This person likes inserting the entire hand into someone's hole. (laughs) (laughs) And And the hole doesn't matter. Which hole doesn't matter? Oh, hole definitely, which hole definitely matters. Wait, you mean like mouth? Or vagina, yeah. Oh, oh, vagina. I forgot that vaginas exist. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. One may be an FF top, an FF bottom, or both. Hmm. Pup play. Yeah. A subset of the pet play fetish where individuals behave and inhabit the headspace of a dog. While the fetish centers around canines, no actual animals are involved. Well, okay. (laughs) Great. Again, I think some of this is like hedging for someone is looking up the definition and is like about, you know, going to be judgy or or whatever. And they need to clarify that this is not about actual animals. I don't know who needs to clarify that pup play does not involve actual animals, but well, and what a weird world in which like some right wing website picks up the help.grinder.com glossary and uses it as ammunition. Yeah. It's the LGBT community. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, another one is tentacles. Oh my God. Okay. What? I know that tentacle porn is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what tentacles means on a like sex profile. So, oh, uh, yeah, I guess this doesn't help too much. Has a sexual interest in tentacles and the creatures that possess them. Tentacles are a subgenre of hentai, the sexualized genre of Japanese ma- manga and anime. Mm-hmm. 
So that doesn't help. Like, but what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do with me then? Yeah. Do you like put on arm, like tentacle, like, like costume kind of props things and like whip your tentacles at me or I don't know. Yeah. That has to be a thing. Someone that's into tentacles does. Well, and was it, was it sex education that had the girl that had the, she wore like tentacles on her fingers. Oh, no way. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, you get 10 of them. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's exciting. Um, and lastly, hosting, hosting, their definition is can host someone at their place. Yeah. That's a a little bit self-referential or at someone else's place. Does it have to be your place to host? I think it just means like I have a place where the sex can happen, whether it's mine or not, is not part of the thing. Wait, you can't host at someone else's place. You can if you're in a hotel. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or at your mom's. Okay. Mom, I've never done that before. Just so you know. (laughs) That's (laughs) a relief. Um, Okay. I guess, yeah. I guess hosting just means... I have a, a space that we can get together or does it, does it to you? Does it imply that this is that person's home? No. Wh- when you said like hotel, then you're right. I can host. I can have you over to my hotel room. Okay. Right. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> this conversation is going a host of directions, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's, that's another meaning of host. Great. A whole bunch also comes from a different word. I do want to talk about the word a little bit. Okay. Because I, I uh, something something interesting. So host as in like a person who receives guests. Is this the history of hosting? That's really dumb. That's an interesting sit- statement, but. Um, it's a person who receives guests, but especially for pay. Oh. Comes from the late 13th century from old French. Uh, Auste, which means guest, host, hostess, or landlord. All of it comes from Latin hospitum, as in hospitality. And so it it really is the first the first definition. Like um because there there were there, there are a, a couple of other examples. Like I said, host as in like a whole bunch, a multitude, many. Yeah. Um comes from the old French host, which meant army. Oh. But that it comes from Latin hostis, meaning a stranger or a foreigner. And um so like a hostel mm. is uh, th- that meaning of the word. And maybe hotel, not sure. The jury's out on that one. <laughs> and then host as in like the body of Christ, consecrated bread, uh, which comes from the Latin hostia, uh, which meant sacrifice. Um, but y- yeah, the, uh, the, the idea that um, hosting meant that you were somewhere that, somebody was paying to be yeah that's interesting i I think is really is really is really interesting okay so then hosting itself also can refer to some other um meetings like it's not just the act of having people in your home whether it's for banging purposes or not (laughs) um there is there is also uh like like we said radio host a podcast host tv host Mm -hmm. that meaning does come out of radio um and I, I I don't know. It, it's it's wild to me that like that's a word that had no 
reason to exist because the technology wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Or, or whatever. They had to invent something. But isn't it weird start. to call this hosting? Like, have you have you peeled that apart at all? Not really. We're not hosting well, anything. Like, but but that's the meaning of that's what we're called. Yeah. I mean, there's like kind of like a, I get the similar vibes of hosting involves like inviting guests into the place that you are and you're the one that's seeing to them and making sure they're attentive for like, we're kind of doing that. We're seeing guests into this space that we're creating and we're leading it and making sure they're comfortable and feeling good. I can see some similarities. Hmm. We're not making them comfortable, Kyle. We're making them, <laughs> and sometimes neither do hosts. That's true. Sometimes you get bad hosts. Um. Okay, a casino host. Oh. That I mean, that's interesting because that person's job is kind of like, kind of like a sex worker, but without the sex. <laughs> sex worker without the sex hanging out with this person explicitly to try to get them to spend their money on the gambling right like that's um is that for high rollers that they assign them a casino host yeah okay did you did you watch the show las vegas Mm -mm. do you remember you didn't watch that's josh demel was hot oh yeah and uh but there were lots of like attractive people on that show but the the montecito casino had casino hosts mm. and and a lot of the characters in that show were just casino hosts they were always talking about their whales coming into town and <laughs> like showing them a good time and um in anyway but yeah it's it's a high roller thing mostly and and then uh mater d like the head the head that that can be called the host or the hostess oh yeah yeah and i'm i'm not i i think that's like that really old um meaning of the word right that like seeing customers around yeah okay so something else worth talking about in the history of hosting and then we'll i I don't know we'll have to talk about our own experiences or whatever but hosting in the sense of like having people into your house to like entertain them or feed them Mm -hmm. is kind of a modern concept um like it's it's the victorians surprise surprise who did everything who did everything but they they sort of uh really got rolling with the idea of having uh, an intimate gathering where you would entertain folks. Now royalty did it before that. And that is likely where a lot of the traditions and themes come from. Hmm. Like the, the, there would be a feast and the monarch or Duke or whoever would uh, host the feast. Um, And so that, as people got more more disposable income and the nuclear family became more of a thing and the nuclear family home became more of a thing than hosting like on a small basis like that uh, became possible. And uh, Scientific American did a, a whole a whole thing of the, the social benefits of dinner parties and the history of them. And uh, they said group meals from community feasts to dinner parties are indicative of the availability of a surplus. And from a historical perspective, surpluses are significant. So we had to get to like, um, we had to get to a place where we had shit to share with people. Yeah. Um, enough that's not just getting by enough that you had a surplus of food that you could share with other people. Yes. And 
there are all of these rules too about it. So, so um, if you were hosting, it was a sign that you had the means via surplus food, time, and labor to entertain. So it was a way of of looking fancy mm. or being fancy or like showing off. Yeah, look at my dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It also indicated that you could rely on support or resources from your guests. For your guests, showing up meant that they were in your debt in some way, whether they owed the host labor or knew they might need help feeding their family in the future. Upholding these social contracts was beneficial to both parties and strengthened community networks. Um, I didn't think about that, strengthening your community network. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like you're building bonds and the the way it's describing like being in debt to someone that seems like the positive kind of way of that, of which... I'm indebted, so I will help you now in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's um, also a bunch of like rituals around it. And it varies depending on the place. But like the way that you set out your, like we make the table, right? Could you set up the silverware, candles or not? And all of those like etiquette type things are built up around these social contracts and the quote unquote right way or the fancy way to do things. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's some indication though that um, millennials give zero fucks about that. And that all of it's <laughs> going to go away in, in yeah. the next 50 years or whatever. So they say that it's because, um, well, first m- millennials are kind of poor. Like they don't have the resources to do like the hosting. Uh, and, most millennials are renters as opposed to owning a home again, because we totally, well, boomers totally fucked the economy so that they can't own homes and apartments tend to have less space for hosting. Yeah. And which is why I rarely host like for dinner party. Yeah. But you've, you've, you've figured it out. I figured it out a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. You've got that. Like you've done some really creative things with your space to make it so that it functions in for hosting when you need it to. Yeah. I, I think it's really great, yeah. but it took some doing. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, anyway, it, it, so fancy hosting, like the traditional dinner party is, is going away. And that's sort of the thought about why. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. And I think we millennials like, shoe common conventions mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. because um we're i think we question things a little bit more and say like why would we do that like mm-hmm. well this doesn't fit for me or i can't afford this thing that used to happen or i think there's a little bit of kind of questioning and pushing back against some of the expectations mm-hmm. that has happened with millennials. So I could see that pushing up against like, why do we need this dumb rule that is only there to show how fancy you are? Yeah. I could see that being a millennial thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's really interesting because I always host uh, a big new year's party mm-hmm. and talking to the boyfriend about that. There are parts of what I normally do that he seems to like think are bullshit. Like what? like um i typically tell people not to bring anything Mm. he thinks he thinks that's crazy like why would you why would you say that (laughs) and some of it is he's from the south too so like some of it is just like the standards of like the ritual of host and hosted person you bring something with you yeah so like he part of him thinks that i'm saying like not to do a thing that's required yeah yeah (laughs) 
but then also like why would i take on all of the burden of providing all of these resources when it could be a communal community thing i should plan it that way yeah and i just, I just think that's really it's really interesting um i i hadn't thought about it before but it might be this phenomenon that we're talking about with millennials shifting um priorities or whatever yeah um yeah um, yeah, what do you got? Um, I'm going to do a little Ask Reddit segment. Okay, here we go. I have two questions that I found on Reddit and want to get your thoughts on as well as share the thoughts of others. Let's do it. Are we back to the, the grinder meaning of, of hosting? We're back to the grinder meaning. Okay, great. I but, think which is going to be... The, the one that matters. The yeah. one that matters, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Ask Gabros. The right. separate Ask Gabros. The Reddit that keeps on Redditing. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is safer, host or travel? Okay, yeah yeah do you have a a strong opinion i well okay first you know me i'm bad at hookups i don't do it Mm -hmm. and so i don't do many anonymous hookup things so having a a grinder chat about like with a person that i've never met i'm reluctant to go with it without meeting somewhere first at all Mm. in which case i think to host is preferable that but that's like about control or something yeah but But you would meet in a you would meet in a third location and then if at all possible yeah and and then from there you would prefer to host if it's like and then let's go back to my place i don't think i cared then that's like the 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 danger isn't where it's it's who right and right um but then if I don't know the person at all, it's safer for me here. Cause I, I think the fear is like that you're going to go somewhere and get rolled. Right. Yeah. That you're going to, uh, I don't know, get buried in their backyard or something, mm-hmm. um, chained up in their basement. So that's, I know that I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, but could someone still do that if they came over to your place, they they would have a harder time doing that cause they don't know the layout and the, right. The, what items you have stashed where they don't know where the knives are. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think hosting, I think hosting is safer, but that's just me as somebody who is bad at it and doesn't do it. Let's see what the internet said. Okay. Um, someone said host because he has hidden cameras at his house. Oh, great. Okay. Creepy, creepy, creepy. That's a possibility, right? Yeah. You're allowed to film your own place. Are you? I think so. I think you're allowed to film your place. I don't know. Cause we're also, we're a two party consent state. Oh, I don't think you can record somebody without them knowing they're being recorded here. Even when it's in your own place. I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. Huh? I don't know either. Uh, someone said host, but tell them you have housemates. At least that's what I do. The only room they need to see is the bedroom living room anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which that's an interesting idea. That's like, the lie of like, oh, my husband will be home in an hour. You know, like creating the idea of other people so that they're less likely to do something to you. Yeah, that makes sense. In response to that, someone said, bleh, I have a one bedroom all to myself. So someone said to them, paint a fake door, Wiley Coyote style to trick them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that option. I love it. Uh, one person said, I always travel, but that is because it significantly reduces the odds of them being a flake. I've also done it enough times that there is there are no nerves. 
So traveling. Hold on. What? I guess they could give you a fake address. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you do you agree about the being a flake? It's harder for them to flake if they if if you're traveling. Yeah. I mean, once you again, unless it's a fake address, once you have that, you are going to there. Yeah. And I have gone to someone who gave me a hotel room that I was to visit them. Went to the hotel, knocked on the door, never answered. Oh God. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That was really frustrating. So it's still possible to flake even if you travel. Yeah. But hopefully less likely. You should have kicked that door down. Yeah. Just be like, fuck me. I'm here. Fuck me. Come on. <laughs> um, and someone else said hosting, but meeting in a public place first to make sure he doesn't give off sketchy vibes, yeah. which is what you said. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. Like w- it depends on whether the worry is the, like the big worry of getting murdered or like the smaller worry of getting your stuff stolen, mm-hmm. like hosting, then you're more likely to have like shit stolen hmm. Hmm. because your stuff's all around. Sure. So yeah. Hide the valuables. I guess. I don't know. That's something I do. I, well, I don't do too much. I do put my, uh, laptop under the bed. Okay. So that's not just like sitting out, Yeah. but I don't have too many like valuable things. Unless you're like my phone, what take my tv like it's not likely so yeah i don't have too much that's that someone could steal that would be like a huge value for them i guess i should hide my quart jar full of hundred dollar bills yep exactly (laughs) exactly um the other ask reddit i'm gonna do is from the subreddit grinder oh wait there's a subreddit grinder oh yeah there is is it just about grinder yeah, of course. But specifically the app Grinder. Yep. Not just like apps in general? No, there's a subreddit for the... Is there a subreddit Scruff? Is it the same people? There's got to be a subreddit for Scruff. Okay, all right. I had to imagine. Sniffies, whatever. Sniffies? Oh, that, I wonder if that exists. I'll have to check that after. Um, they said, first time using Grinder, found someone is, who is hosting. What are some good safety tips? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hide your quart jar full of hundred dollar bills. Hide your quart jar. Yep. Hide your laptop under your bed. Hide your laptop. Okay. 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 When I travel, I text you. Yeah. Slut. Yep. Right. Yep. We have a we have a we have an agreement that a text message of slut with an address at a time is I'm going to this address to bang. If you haven't heard from me by this time. Come find the body. Stop, start worrying. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a good... Having someone know where you're going, and especially like the address, is, I think is a really smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone said, text a friend the address where you're meeting as a precaution. And something I used to tell my friends is if I don't text you back before midnight, call me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That's a good... Uh, someone else said, don't take his word when he says he's HIV negative. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm of the, yes, yes. And I'm of the mind that you should be on prep. Right. No matter what. And practice safe sex anyway. But like that's, I'm better at saying that than doing it. Yeah. Oh, but I think not just assume the default assumption is, especially for like anonymous hookups, like someone you don't know, someone that you haven't like, 
gone on dates with is assume that they are HIV positive. Mm-hmm. Just act as if they're HIV positive. How, what, what would you be doing to protect yourself? Well, I think it's interesting too that that's the example because there's more things out there than just HIV. Like, can't you mm. like assume assume they have something? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's very true. Hmm. So get your you got your prep, you got your doxypep, you got your condoms. That's also host or travel doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Applies equally. When when you host, you have a put out a jar of doxypep so that, <laughs> so that they can take it. Um, someone else said, "Don't be afraid or uncomfortable to leave the situation if they catfish you, for example, or if their pictures are 15 years old and look nothing like it, or if s- something is turning you off." That's the hardest. That's the, the hardest. Yeah. Right. Ugh. And that's much easier if you're traveling compared to hosting. If you're hosting, then you have to be like. Hey, can you leave versus mm-hmm. traveling? You can just walk out of their place. Yep. Yep. For sure. Have you ever left because someone like catfished or didn't look like? No. Should I have? Yes. Same. And I feel like a coward, but hey. I, or I have, I should have asked someone to leave. Yeah. Because they looked so different than their picture, but I still. Yeah. 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 I know. Right. It's the worst. I do also feel like a coward for not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, do you host or travel more? I especially recently tend to host more. That's mm-hmm. my preference. Because mm-hmm. it encourages me to continue to be the lazy piece of shit that I <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also easier with Reynolds. Um, Sometimes I have gone before to hook up. And when I came back, there was a someone posted on my door your dog has been whining mm. like all night mm. so reynolds can sometimes get anxiety and whine and cause disturbance to other people and I, that won't happen if i'm hosting yeah 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 yeah. then i have the problem of reynolds is there he's usually pretty good at like i just set him aside <laughs> and he stays kind of where he's at and lets me do my thing yeah daddy's busy yeah mm-hmm. yep yep <laughs> um yeah i think it's mostly the ease of it having them come to me. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, I mean, I've, I've, I very much prefer to host. Mm. And I think that's about control though. Yeah. More than anything. It is also lazy, which I enjoy, but, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's more about like the fear of going somewhere unknown and what's going to happen and how do I get out? And like, what if they bury my body in their basement or whatever? Like, I just can't get over those anxieties. And if a hookup's going to be successful, I need to remove as much anxiety from the equation as possible because of my like weird hangups. So yeah, hosting helps. What are your weird hangups? Just that, I mean, it's not a weird hang up. That's a judgy <laughs> word. But yeah, like this whole thing about like, am I, am I Demi or not? And I'm not, but, but like I need to have some kind of a connection to trust a person and I have to trust a person so I can relax and I have to relax so I can have fun. <laughs> and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, traveling adds anxiety for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I prefer to host, yeah. but also like, even in a situation where like I meet somebody at the bar and make a connection at the bar and have fun. And then we're like, you know, ha- having some, we're a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still prefer to host then 
Like it's just as easier. You seem to prefer to host even like with our friends, like the other kind of hosting. I do. Yeah. In general. I really do. Partially because I enjoy it. Yeah. Partially because I like have a, I'm a mother hand of sorts and yeah. Does any of that play into hosting for, uh, like for sex reasons, like you like taking care of people and having someone over here means you're the one that's able to be like taking care of them versus if you travel, they're taking care of you. I don't know. I don't think so. I've not thought of it that way before. Anyway, Mm. I really think it's just about safety Mm. because I have also had like friends with benefits situations where I've gone there, you know, more than once. And that's, that's been, that's been good. Like, but it's because you already knew them. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, it's just about safety. I think yeah. more than anything. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Do you, do you hate it when you host, but like friend stuff? Yeah. 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 Kind of. Cause our D and D group, we take turns. And so it's like, it's part of the deal that you have to from yeah. time to time. Right? Yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely get a lot of anxiety. Mm. I also like, my place is not as clean as other people's. It's much smaller than other people's. My couch is the worst couch and people have to sit on that. And, um, I don't cook, so I have to order food and that like just everything about it is not set up for me, my interests or skills. (laughs) It's just the entire thing is like not conducive to who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really don't like doing that. (laughs) That that was all for the Ask Reddit. What other um when you're hosting, what tips do you have? Um know where your lube is. Know where your lube okay, is that something that is does the host require to uh have the, the lube and the condoms if you use those? Required to no. Mm-hmm. But I think that if somebody is traveling, they might not have the foresight to know I, th- what they should have brought with them. Yeah. And so like if the sex is going to happen, there's a, like a bare minimum of things that need to be available. And yeah. if they didn't bring it, then you better have it. Yeah. Or say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're not doing this without lube. Right. Right. I think there's some good etiquette things too. Like, like what? Like maybe don't have like, like wash your sheets and mm. like have towels available mm. and like for after. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like be, I don't know. There's the whole thing about like tops sleep on a shitty mattress on the floor <laughs> with like, they haven't washed their sheets in a month or whatever. And yeah. like, don't be that, don't be that top. <laughs> there is something nice about, well, I guess you could do this either way. Like I think when, if I was better at kind of being assertive and kind of saying no to hookups, if someone like catfished me or whatever, you have them come to like, especially if you're in an apartment, have them come to the door and walk down to go get them. So that way you can have a look at them before you open the door to them. Mm. And then if you have a look at them and you're like, Nope, this isn't happening. You can just turn around and Mm. you can just shake your head. No. And like turn around and walk away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, especially if they like lied. Yep. Yep. Um, and you can't really do the same thing when you're traveling. Right. Right. So there is something to that. Well, I guess you could, 
say, meet me at your front door of your building and yeah. I'm not coming to the front door of your place. Yeah, or whatever. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I always just have them, but I just buzz them right in. Cause mm. again, like this is the laziness factor. This maybe is not what I should do. Mm. I just don't want to go down, walk down three floors to go. What let them in? Yep. Makes sense. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do it? I guess so. I guess so. It's the last tr- sh- last show of the year. Last show of the year. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Happy 2004, everybody. 2024. What did I say? 2004. 2004. <laughs> it's the year 2004 again. Part two. 2024, everybody. Happy 2024, everybody. I hope you got laid. Yeah. Or get laid again. Yeah. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break. I'm hosting. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are you ready? Yeah. Me too. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first, local gay bar review. Are you ready? Ooh, yeah, I'm ready. Going to talk about the garage in Las Vegas, which uh, came up on our bowling episode. Um, uh, it's a big, beautiful space. It has a, it's a motor themed decor. It's the garage, like a, like a, like a mechanics garage kind of a thing. Uh, I've never gambled in a gay bar before, but that was great. Oh, cause it's Las Vegas. Yeah. You've gotten pull tabs before at other bars. Oh yeah, that's true. That's not gambling. Yeah. Eh. Okay. <laughs> there was lots of lube, rication signage, <laughs> pen, pens oil, motor oil, that kind of stuff. Uh, I went with mom. Mom was there. Um, and, uh, uh, I, I was glad, uh, like Las Vegas could be pretty white and, but this was a very diverse, uh, crowd. It wasn't just white people. Um, mom said, Ooh, they have a shuffleboard if you want to get pucked. <laughs> um, had a great time. Loved the garage. I thought it was adorable. Go and have fun. Four dildos. Four. Ooh, yeah. that's a good rating on your scale. Yep. Awesome. Uh, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Discord. Uh, you can find us at gayishpodcast or go to gayishpodcast.com slash contact to find out all the socials that we use. Our hotline, which you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, especially if it's your gayest and straightest. We love to hear those in your beautiful little voice. Yeah. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box one. 9882 Seattle Washington 98109 uh gay straightest let's do our gay and straightest I'm happy to go first straight the straightest thing about me this week was I wore a uh, a, a Seahawks t-shirt <laughs> I didn't know you owned one yeah I own one because my friend Kelly used to work for them and she would give me stuff from time to time which I wear every once in a while they even there's even I even have one that's a it's a gay Seahawks shirt like it's oh, ra- rainbow logo for pride kind of stuff yeah this was this was just full-on a Seahawks t-shirt wasn't even the gay one yeah but the gayest thing is boyfriend was like you look hot in that Seahawks t-shirt he's like, <laughs> like sporty he's like, which <laughs> I'm, I'm not very sporty so you're such a sporty gay Mike I, I guess so <laughs> Um, well, my gayest is wearing my cute sparkly flats. Oh, yeah. I love those. Yeah, me too. I haven't worn those in a while. Yeah, so. I like it when you bust those up. Yeah, me too. Uh, my straightest is I have not washed my jeans in forever. Yeah. It's been a minute. 
yeah. I need to wash my jeans. Um, I had an ex that wouldn't wash them, uh, but just fold them up and put them in the freezer. Oh, to kill all the termites or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll just put them in the freezer. Uh, uh we do have a listener's gaze of straightness this week. It is Spencer from Canada once again. Uh, so, so send in your gays and straightists, everybody. Yep. Hey, this is Spencer from Canada. I've called to submit my gays and straightists of the day. Definitely the gayest of the day would be my still, I live in Penticton, BC, Canada. So it's now the winter has begun, but I have an infinity scarf. I feel very 2009, like, but it's warm. And I love it. And you can like kind of like stylize, like tuck it to jacket. It looks kind of cute. Definitely the mysterious of the day would be the fact that I'm wearing currently socks that have holes in them. But they're still like socks. I also wear them. That feels very straight to me. But, well, love you guys. Love the show. And have a good night. Bye. Wearing wholly anything is, that's straight. Absolutely. Yeah. My Britney Spears shirt, my favorite one, has starting to get a hole in the armpits. Oh, no. I know. I'm going to have to buy a new one. Oh, I bet you can get that exact shirt. I bet I can. <laughs> you bet I could just reorder that same one. Uh, well, that is it. Thank you to everyone in the world who hosts. Yeah. Thank you to all the hosts. What would, what would Bottoms do without you? <laughs> um, and thank you to all the people that voted in the Dickback Fuckface Asshole Awards. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck Ron DeSantis. Yeah, fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck that guy. Um, but unfuck the following Super Gap Bridgers. Thank you to them uh, for supporting us. Thank you to Kaylee Adams, Kit Oliver, Andrew Bugby, William Bryant, John Crowley, Stephen Porchio, Stosel, Harry Shaw, Jonathan Montanias, Wadu Forrest, Neil Patrick Martin, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Covington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Tom Spee, Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cagetorians, and Jerome York. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your money. That's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatore Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Isn't there the problem of like no one can host what's the like ubiquitous problem no no one can host no one's hosting yeah right right isn't that what the, <clears throat> yeah. can't host can't host can't host yeah in seattle is i don't want to travel <laughs> that's the yeah. oh, it's rainy and i'm cold but i want to have sex but i don't want to go <laughs>